for listening to the Life Church Boise weekly podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. And for any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. Good evening. How are you guys doing tonight? Come on, Wednesday. <laughs> you guys got to be a little bit more alive than that. Come on. There you go. Man, isn't God good? You can do good. You're good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, man, I'm just excited. <laughs> well, tonight's going to be a good night. I got some good stuff for you guys. It's good. Man, how many of you guys just love God's presence? Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, hey, so... When I got asked to minister tonight, you know, it can, be, it can be difficult coming up here at times and speaking because you have so much to say, but so little time. And I feel like I could just like put everything I want to say into a book that'd be page, hundreds of pages long, but I know I can't do that, like blast you guys with too much information. So I'm going to go down to the basics for tonight, okay? When I was asked to, to, to do this, you know, I was wondering, like, man, what am I going to, God, what do you want to talk about? And it's funny because he instantly put this in my heart. I'm like, this is going to be good. Okay. Tonight, it might seem a little bit, I don't want to say kiddish, but like I said, going back to the basics, it might seem like, you know, oh, that's a piece of cake, whatever. But just listen. Okay. It's going to be good. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm excited about this. Okay. It's going to be real good. Okay. (laughs) So. A good thing to talk about is something that you know or minister on. I don't want to get up here and just start talking to you guys and just throw out a bunch of stuff that I just randomly read. I like to give you guys things that I've experienced so I have a little bit of, you know, proof to back it up with. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I do that for you. So I know we're in a big room, okay, but tonight let's pretend we're in a small room. Let's pretend that we're all nice, close family, okay, and we're going to have a Joe talk. Joe talks are good, okay? (laughs) So, I'm going to talk about me, okay? I want to be somebody, okay? I want to have a happy life. I want to have a joyful life. I want to walk in divine health, okay? I want prosperity, okay? I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I want stuff, okay? You might be saying, Joe, you're a needy guy, okay? (laughs) But here's the thing. So are you, okay? We all want to be somebody. We all want to go somewhere. We all want to do something. Can I get a raise of hands? Am I wrong or am I right? Okay. If you didn't raise your hand, you're lying, okay? You you want to do something. Um, You know, we all want to live this amazing life, okay? And we hear so many encouraging Messages, you know, we hear stuff on love, on peace, on prosperity, on marriage, on finances, on grace, on mercy, you name it, okay? All this awesome stuff. And, you know, we read in the Bible, we have, you know, we're reading about joy, about peace, how to have all these things. But for me, it makes me wonder where do I start, okay? How do I accomplish that, okay? And, you know, 
how do we see those things manifest in our lives? Peace, joy, prosperity, finances, you name it. Whatever you want in life. You know, and I have a... I write out a lot of questions in my notes for myself, but the thing is, it's like, why haven't we seen us as the majority, you know, with these things that we're desiring, as far as, you know, joy, prosperity, all these, whatever you want to name it, okay? What's the issue? How can we have so many brothers and sisters in Christ who are struggling day in and day out? Why is the church, church so say, messed up? Meaning, why are there so many issues? Okay, and it got me thinking, okay, how can somebody, and another, here's another question, like I said, I have lots of questions, how can somebody be successful in this area of their life, yet be totally failing in another area of their life? Yeah. Don't worry, I'm going to give you the answer. <laughs> where do we all, where, where do we begin in all this, uh, in all this stuff? And to me, it's just almost like we just need to get adjusted, Okay going back to the basic, you know, like a chiropractor, we just, we need to go and we need to start, find out what the issue is, find that answer, and apply it to our lives. So, um, so I'm, I started coming here, okay, I've been here since I was 12 years old, I'm 18, so that makes me six years coming here, just kidding, (laughs) I always tell people, like, how old are you, I'm like 18, they're like, Feel like it, <laughs> but here's here's the thing. So I've seen. So I've been part here since I was 12. I'm 27, so that's 15 years in this church. Okay, and I've I've grown up, you know, like I said, from 12. So going right into youth, um, becoming a youth leader, helping out with the youth, helping out with the kids, helping out with the adults, minutes, you know, doing stuff in all different areas of the church. Okay. I've seen a lot happen. I've seen people succeed, and I've seen people fail, okay? I've seen people just go in places that you don't want to go. And, you know, it, it, personally, it's like I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a, an observer, and I like to think, like, why is this happening? What is the issue? And it hurts to see so many people struggling, in totally different areas of their life. You know, you can have one person, it, it's all over the map, okay? And the, the, thing that, the thing that bothers me is that in this group here tonight, that there's a good majority of you that are struggling, that have situations in your life where you're not doing the greatest in. And, you know, it's, let's all, I'm just being open here, you know? Uh, there's just a lot of hurting people in the church. And, you know, I personally, I want to help. And I believe what tonight, I'm going to help you. Okay? So, why are so many people battling issues in their life? You know, what's going on? And for me, I, I get to talk to a lot of people. Uh, you know, on Sundays, on Wednesdays, you meet people, you start talking to them. It's going back to just observing everything. You start talking to somebody for a while. Everything seems good. And then they start, you know, they start talking to them more. I'm just like, no wonder why your life is messed up. I know the key for you. It's a key. <laughs> okay? And I, here's, here's the thing I'm not saying. I don't know it all. Okay? <laughs> I, I'm sorry to tell you this. You guys are all going to be shocked, especially you, Mac. I am not perfect. <laughs> and I do not know everything. 
you know, even personally, you know, why do I succeed in other areas of life and I don't succeed as much in those areas, you know, in a, in a different area? What's, what's, what's the issue? Um, you know, and, and to be honest, the best thing to do is to not be stuck up and not to pretend that you know it all or that everything's great. The best thing that you can do is to admit, I don't know it all, you know, what's the best solution? Help me. That type of answer. If you have issues in your life, you got to approach it that way. If you're stuck up, you aren't going to receive anything, okay? If you open up, man, your life can change, okay? Like I said, I want to go back to the basics, okay? And let's, uh, you know, like I saying, we all want life to be the best it possibly can be, every single one of us in here. We all desire something. We've all struggled or are struggling with something, okay? And we're all looking for an answer. So I want to take you, like I said, back to the basics, okay? And I, know, I found where the answer is, okay? And the answer is basically right in the beginning of the Bible. So go with me to Genesis 1.1. It's been right underneath our noses this whole entire time. dropped water on my Bible a long time ago, and all the pages are like sticking together. <laughs> so Genesis 1.1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Okay, I'm just going to stop right there. You've read this, you sort of know what happens, okay? God said, let there be light. Saw that was good, okay, went on to the next day, started creating, you know, stars, the space, the creatures, us, okay. And, you know, he saw that it was all good. But the thing in here where that answer is, okay, if you notice, because we easily went over it, and that is, in verse 3, then God said, God said. God spoke. Okay? What have I said? <laughs> what have I spoke? You know, Joe spoke. So-and-so spoke. What did you speak? The word of God is so full of wisdom in, in this uh, in regards to what we speak and allow into our lives. And just like I said, God said if he didn't speak, then nothing would have been made. And so God had something. God had to speak. God is a beautiful creator. Obviously, you look around this world and what he created. It was all through speaking, is God said. And I like to think this, if we could see what our words, when we speak, if we could see in the spirit realm of what that looked like, I think we would all fall out of our seats. You know, when, when, we, when we speak, I like to think of this, we're all, like, you, know, you have God, God's a creator, God's an artist, Okay? He created this beautiful world, and we are all the same. Meaning, we're all an artist, okay? 
When we speak, we're painting our life out. We're creating it. When we open our mouth, we're creating a picture of our life, just like how God spoke us into existence. And here's the thing, it's, it's either going to be a beautiful Mona Lisa or Starry Night, okay? It's gonna look like someone puked all over it, okay? You choose. <laughs> you know, what do you wanna see? And then start speaking it, start painting. So if you wanna see joy, what do you gotta do? Speak joy. What do you wanna see? It needs to be so-and-so said. And so with this whole canvas thing in mind, painter, okay, don't let other people paint on your canvas. <laughs> we, we all have our own desires, our own goals, what we want to see in life, okay? If someone has an ugly painting <laughs> and is a horrible painter, don't let them touch your paint, <laughs> okay? Because they're going to be throwing it all over, and it's not going to be what you want it to be. You know how you hear, you know, the leading causes of such and such are X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? I believe the leading causes of our situations in life, whether good or bad, are a direct result of the words we choose to either let flow out of our mouth and, and, not or, this is two things, and the words we choose to accept into our life. Out, accept. Turn with me to James 3, 2. I'm going to throw a lot of different little pictures at you guys tonight and Hope you like it. So in James 3, 2, uh, where am I? Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongue, we'd be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. I want you to, to jump down to verse 4. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go. Even though the winds are strong, in the same way, uh, yeah, well, we don't need to read that verse. <laughs> so, listen, we're like a ship, okay? We're out in the water. <laughs> we can't just sit there, okay? Because if we sit there, what's going to happen? That means the water and the waves, or the waves and the wind, are going to take us wherever the wind and the waves are going to take us. Okay, if we just sit, we need to set course ourselves. Thinking, going, I know I'm switching just different things. Get away from the painter concept now. We're going over the boats. <laughs> okay. So the winds, they may be blowing strong in your life, and you may be going through a storm right now. Okay, like it's saying, verse 4, you know, even though the winds are strong. Okay, I got this picture of it. It's just like, it's crazy. Even if you're going through a storm right now, the only way you're going to get out is by speaking. Okay? The rudder. You set the sails. <laughs> Speak. Where am I going? Where are we heading to? What's the course? If you're in a situation right now, you got to speak. 
You can't remain idle or else life is going to trash you. And you're going to end up in a spot like, where, how the heck did I get over here? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever been in, in an ocean, but it's just like, they'll take you places. It's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, Jesus, even Jesus, Jesus, so what did Jesus have to do in the storm? He had to speak. And the, the thing, this, what did he say? Jesus said, be still. So in that word, be still. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> be still. If you notice that word, that's a future word. It's not, he's not trying to be still. I'm going to go, go, I'm going to talk more about that. But we need to start speaking future tense. Okay, not our past, not our present, okay, it's future. It's what I want, what I need, or sorry, not what I want or need, but, but uh, how about I have and I am, meaning you want joy, you don't start speaking, I need joy, because then that says you don't have joy. <laughs> you don't say, I need such and such, because where does that put you? That puts you in the present, of you don't have anything. So if you want something, Jesus didn't say, I'm not sure how to even put that in a present <laughs> thing with the, the wind, but he spoke what he wanted in a future tense and then it changed. If you want to see something in, life, in your life change, you got to speak the future. You got to speak what you want. Okay? I have whatever you want that to be. You know, even, yeah. So the, the thing, too, that strikes me, if, if Jesus, of all people, <laughs> if Jesus had to speak, what the heck are we doing not speaking? <laughs> I mean, if he had to speak, what do we got to do? You think it'd just be maybe a little bit more? <laughs> but it's like, let's not just do nothing. Let's at least speak, at least follow in his footsteps and the things that he did. Amen. You know, we need to be proactive. We can't just remain idle. I want you to go with me to Matthew 4, very beginning of that chapter. And you probably have heard this story. And that's Matthew 4, 1. Actually, I don't, do I want to read this? I will read it. Matthew 4, 1. I want the Matthew 1, 1. I'm like, those are a bunch of names. So-and-so begot, just kidding. Okay, so then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Okay, actually, no, I'm not going to read this. I'm just going to explain. So here's Jesus. He's out in the wilderness, fasting, 40 days. If I can get the story right. Anyways, devil meets up with him. He starts tempting him. And Jesus responded. He said, the devil said, if you are the Son of God, turn this rock into bread. And the way that Jesus always responded Okay, he said, <laughs> the elf didn't say, do the son of God, turn this stone into a piece of or a bread. Jesus didn't stand there like, looking around, nothing. No, he didn't, he did something. He spoke, okay? He spoke, and the coolest part about this 
What did he speak? He spoke the word of God. So we can't just remain silent. Again, if Jesus had to speak, then, man, we, we got to speak because there is an enemy. He's out there, okay? And he's trying, I mean, it's his goal to ruin you, okay? And that's going to happen. Man. <laughs> his goal is to ruin you. And either we're going to speak and do something in that situation, okay? And we're going to come out of it on the top, or we're not. We're going to come out of it wherever you want to be. See, we got to speak to our situation. People say, God is testing me in this situation. I hear that constantly. God is not testing you. The devil, okay, James said only good things come from the Father. And also says in there that it is not God testing us. See, our faith is being tested by the enemy and how you will respond or not respond, okay? And from that point is where you're either going to allow or deny certain things to come into your life. Let me say that again, okay? The enemy, okay, he's out there. Your faith is being tested and how you respond or not respond. From that point, that very point, whether you do something or nothing, is going to be the direct result of what comes into your life. This is your decision, it's not for others to decide. Like I said, we need to be proactive in our speaking and the way we conduct our life. We can't just sit around, we got to speak. So our lives, our lives are where they're at because of what we spoke or what we didn't speak. So you have, here's the thing, we got to speak it until we believe it. You have the power to do anything that you want to do. And all you have to do is believe and speak. So you can, you can create life however you want it. You know, the sky's the limit. You know, it, it's people, <laughs> when, I, when I talk about sometimes of this stuff, people will say, you know, well, you know, it may work for you, but, you know. Well, that big butt right there, okay, <laughs> is why you aren't seeing the things you want to see in your life. If, if that's what you believe, okay, if I say I'm going to do this, my sky's limit, if I'm going this direction, you say, yeah, but, well, you know what, I'm going over here, you can remain over here in your big butt, okay? <laughs> so, you know, why not shoot for the stars and like the coolest thing possible? Why do we have to put limits on our life with speaking of where we can actually go? You know, why, why do we have to deal with sickness and disease? Why are so many people struggling with that and poverty and act like the world is in charge and whatever happens, happens? Whatever happens, happens doesn't happen just because it happens. It happens because of us, of me, of you. We're in control of it. We speak, okay? Man, it's, it, it, it's sad because it's just like, you know, we, we've, we've stopped, like, dreaming 
It's like almost you've reached a certain age and you stop dreaming of endless possibilities of what we could do. You know, it's like you have little kids. What do you want to be when you grow up? I'm going to be such and such. I'm going to be in the NFL. I'm going to be in the NBA. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it's just like it seems like once, once we reach a certain age, you know, that it's just like you tell people your dreams and, and where you want to go. And it's almost just like they completely just slap you in the face of, with doubt and unbelief. I find it funny and yet sad, okay, and the way I have this written is that it seems like everybody, and before I even get into this, I was like, when I was typing these notes, I was like, Joe, don't blast everybody, like, okay, this is not like a, <laughs> shame on you, <laughs> okay, this is just, this is just, like I said, we're just, let's just talk, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go somewhere with all this, but it seems like everybody wants to tell you about their horror story, Why is it that everybody, and I'm not say everybody, I mean, it's just like, it's probably like 90-something percent, it's almost everybody wants to tell you about their horrible experience with whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. You know, I, I understand wanting to help somebody, but it's, it's done in a wrong, wrong, wrong way. And the reason I know that, because it happens all the time in my life. And I, I, I can't believe, I mean, the things that have been said, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to some, because they're actually, yeah, they, they get me stirred up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for instance, like, hey, I'm going to flip a house. Well, I flipped a house one time and bought the place. We had to burn the whole place down, mold, something like you don't want to do. It's just like, if it wasn't, if I didn't have my personality, I'd be like, you're scaring me away from my dreams of what I'm trying to do. Even with, uh, I'm not going to go there yet. Let me see. <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. So where, where I'm going with this is that, you know, we got to stop the things that are coming out, the words that are coming out of our mouth, we got to stop the negativity. We need to stop being negative. Speaking, ne don't speak negative things. Man. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy because, you know, I, I, I've been in church my whole life, okay? Like I said, here for 15 years, okay? And it amazes me. It's just like church is, it's like, that's my, it's my family, you know? And it's crazy stuff that I hear all the time from people, and it just amazes me. And I go and listen to a person, a, a, uh, a speaker or whatever, listen to a book, not even a Christian, Guy cusses, doesn't live the greatest life. He has some good info on some other things. But, okay, but one of his mottos, okay, in his house, he says, if you have negative, anything negative to say, get out. Don't say it. A guy, not a Christian, doesn't know the Lord, and his motto is, if you're going to say anything negative, don't say it here. That speaks something to me. You know, I... Go on, I'll just give you some items. So, uh, things that people have told me. You know, I was like, you know, I got a good memory. Well, wait till you're 50, 60. It's just like, let's do another one, okay? I'm healthy, I'm strong. That's because you're 27. 
I'm, I have great wealth and prosperity, speaking things that I want to see. And someone says, oh, that's because you're young, you know, wait till kid number four. It's all going to go down the drain. I was going to say something else, but, <laughs> you know, I never get sick, okay? Well, you can't have, why not? <laughs> why do we have to put the limit on? <laughs> Stop the negative speaking. This one gets me fired up. <laughs> oh, I got to be careful on this one. <laughs> the new, actually, I like, I like to tell stuff of recent things, okay? We just had a baby, okay? I cannot tell you the amount of negative things that have been spoken to me from day one to now, okay? It, from Christians, okay? I'm being, for, I'm being for real. I'm saying this not to beat up anybody, but to show you we need to stop, okay? From day one, okay? <laughs> Nastiness just spoken into our life, okay? People think that they can just, you know, you say, hey, I'm pregnant. I had the worst pregnancy. I had this. Doctors had to do this. Shut up! You know, we tell them we're going to be doing this. Oh, I had a bad thing. Stop it! <laughs> like, seriously, like, why, if I want to be over there on top of this hill, I'm believing God for X, Y, and Z. Why do you people have to give us their opinions of their situation because they weren't believing that? And why are they trying to put us down at their level when I can be up there? You following me? It's negative Speaking, just because you had a bad situation in your life doesn't mean someone else needs to have the same thing. Why not encourage them along? Okay, you can tell someone about your negative experience, but go about it the right way. Meaning, man, if you had a bad pregnancy, something like that, you know, it's, hey, sister, brother, you know, I encourage you, go after that. Believe, I believe God with you. I wish I would have had the same thing, but I didn't. But you know what? I'm putting my faith with you. Didn't hear that one time. In the body, not one time. And that to me says there's a big issue. It's a big issue. You know, and it strikes me, no wonder why the body is so messed up. Okay? Like I said, I don't have it all, okay? But I'm shooting for the top. Okay? I'm not saying I'm there, I'm saying I'm going there and don't stop me. Okay? And we all need to be in that same exact attitude. What do you want in life? Speak it. And don't let people throw their nasty image, going back to the painter thing, all over your canvas. Paint your life. I'm going this way. If you're not going to hop on with me, get out. You know, if we would speak to our situations, not allow other people to speak negatively into our lives, you know, you would notice a big difference. Right. You know, even, yeah. You know, you might say, I spoke to my situation, but it didn't work. I had faith. It didn't work. Turn with me to Luke 1. I have an awesome story.
All right, Luke 1, uh, verse 11. Okay, so this is about the birth of John the Baptist. Okay, verse 11, when Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing right uh, to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you're to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before birth. And he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He'll be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He'll prepare the people for coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. He will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I am an old man now, and my wife is also well along in her years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For the words will certainly be, for my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Why was Zechariah made mute? Okay. You have John the Baptist. Let's just break down the story. John the Baptist, okay, grew up inside children, you know, the Sunday school, you know, or heard in church. John the Baptist was to prepare the way of the Messiah, okay? John the Baptist had to be born in order for all this stuff to happen, okay? You have an old woman and an old man, okay, and an angel appearing to him saying, you're going to have a son. You've had prophets speaking for a very long time of the Messiah, okay? John the Baptist had to be in place in order for Jesus to come into this world, okay? That was a huge, critical point. If that didn't happen, this would have been, uh, whatever you want to call it, postponed. It wouldn't have happened, it would, have ruined, it would have ruined everything. So Gabriel, you know, this angel, I mean, you read this stuff. Angel appears to him, and like the stuff that he's saying is, is awesome. Like you're, this son that you're going to have, he's ridiculously cool. Like he's awesome. He's going to prepare the way of the Lord. He's going to do this, this, and this. And you have, I mean, an angel <laughs> out of all things. An angel appears to him. He says, how, is this, how, how will this be? I'm old. My wife's old. Zechariah was made mute, okay, because, with his, because his, the way he believed and the words that he was speaking, if he wasn't made mute, okay, he would have ruined everything. The angel had to mute him. Amen. Couldn't speak. Because he was going to screw it all up. Yeah. Come on. That to me says so much. Okay? You have, oh, and you know, you can read the rest of the story. So his wife was like, great, I'm going to have a son. 
and the dad has to be mute until the child is born. And to me, that says that what that says that you have a wife who believes and a, and a husband who doesn't, okay? Meaning, if you've been in a situation, if you're married, you have people in your life, going back to what I said, if you were speaking something, if you were believing something, okay, and it didn't happen, it is most likely because you told too many people who didn't believe. That's why I don't think prayer chains are effective. People post it on Facebook. Why the heck would you want other people praying that with unbelief for you? <laughs> this says it right here. Why, why, why else would he be mute? If, if God had to shut him up, <laughs> why are we allowing ourselves and other people to go ahead and start talking and telling people? It's like, no, don't do it. That's bad news. Bad. Don't do it. You know, it's, it's just like, you know, we either speak positive things or we don't. It's like the whole thing. If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. That's Bambi. I watch a lot of Bambi. I have a lot of nieces and nephews. I used to watch them all the time. Every time. What do you want to watch? Bambi. I probably had that movie memorized. So here's the thing, what, what can we do about this issue? Here's the thing, if life stinks right now, if you don't like the way life is going, okay, if you're sick, if you're depressed, if you're low on money, start speaking what you want your life to be like. Here's an example, I wanna do this together, okay? Repeat after me, I am somebody. I am going places in life. I am victorious. I am a child of God. I have peace. I have joy. I am prosperous. Money comes to me in all directions. Only words of life proceed from my mouth. No other words come from my mouth except life. Only things, only things I want to see come to pass from my mouth. Therefore, I make my life from speaking. I choose and speak life. I speak over my situations. I will not remain quiet. I speak, I ask, and I receive. I see the words I speak happen. See, now if we believe that, you know, that's just an example. I mean, you could go forever with stuff like this, okay? If you believe that, then we would watch every word we allow to speak. Thank you for that. <laughs> have you ever been in a situation in life where you didn't speak up? You know, you only wish that you would have done something? Speak up, okay? Take a stand, don't let your life pass you by and control you, because it will. Okay? If you don't do anything, it's going to do something. Amen. Control it by speaking or it's going to control, control you. So three things. We speak it. And we speak it until we believe it. Okay? 
And this is the last part where we all seem to fail. We need to act on it, okay? Like we just talked in here, money comes from me in all directions, or whatever you want to say. You want to start saying, hey, I'm pay off people's debt. Speak that all you want, but until you start acting on it, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> or, or whatever, I have joy. Well, then act like it. Speak it until you believe it, and then start acting on it. I'll tell you, life will change. I promise you. I guarantee that we have what we have in our life, whether good or bad, because of what we're speaking or lack of it. So I want to go just, here's the thing with, with all this, okay? Don't beat yourself up. If you don't have, if life isn't the greatest, if life isn't where it's at, don't beat yourself up for it, okay? Like the whole painting thing, man, start, start over. I mean, that doesn't mean that you're just ditching everybody. Meaning it's just like, man, if you don't like it, your picture's all ugly, it's time to start fresh, okay? Put on a new thing and start speaking what you want. If you want a happier marriage, man, start speaking that. Start telling yourself, I love my wife. I have a great marriage. I love my kids. My kids are happy. My kids are joyful. My kids do awesome in school. I have, start speaking what you want. I tell you, it will happen. Things will change. Your attitude will start changing towards it. That's what I'm saying, man. If you don't have joy, start speaking. Start telling yourself that you have it. And after a while, I'm telling you, you're going you're to get some joy. You're going to get what you're speaking. You're going to get what you're painting. And, and, you know, it's like I was saying, so it, there's no condemnation in the situation that you're at. If you're like, man, life stinks. I don't know what to do. Don't beat yourself up. No condemnation, okay? thing is, I, I, I'm telling you all this because I want to help you. And I want to lay it straight. I'm not trying to butter this all up and just make it all easy. Man, it's just like, we're the issue. It's this. Let's change it. Man, it's the first thing that God did to create this world. <laughs> Remember, God said and you know if you're always finding yourself in the same situation then something isn't right and that's why I encourage you it's, it's, it, all goes, it all goes back to the mouth you know go read James it's just like the, the, the chapter is just amazing with what it says about what our words do you know uh, you know I was just talking to my wife about this just the other night uh you know, about where, where's the line in, you know, let's say life, you're going through a situation in life, life stinks. Um, let's say you're dealing with sickness, something like that, okay? Where do you draw the line from, I've been speaking, you know, to this as much as I can. I am believing and I am not seeing it, okay? Where's the line? I'm telling you, there is no line. Okay? We're going to keep speaking. Yeah. We're going to keep fighting okay? yeah. until we start seeing results. Right, right. You know, going back, it's like it's not God testing us. So fight. That's the enemy. Yeah. Fight it. It says in there, man, if you're going through a situation, it's testing your faith because I'm telling you that it's just like if you give up. I mean, I'm telling you, push and push. Go up and up 
Because once you stop, that's where the limit's at. You know, if I didn't get past stone number five, you know, that means I'm done. That means almost like if anything else in life comes at me, that's where I stopped, and I don't want to stop. We don't want to stop. You don't want to stop. I'm telling you this. I'm speaking for you. (laughs) You don't want to stop. Keep pressing through. And start with the words. And, you know, a thing to do, too, is that, going back to that, if, if you're speaking and you're not seeing things, I would encourage you, like I said, don't stop. Go to God and ask him, what's the issue? God, what am I not seeing? What am I, what am I missing? Ask him. Okay, I have, I have two I want to make sure I'm not forgetting anything to say on this. You know, I, I believe that when we're asking that the answer could just be right in front of us. God's trying to tell us. We just got to hear. Uh, two, two personal examples with that, okay? Two healing things from me. I don't know when this was, last year or whatever, okay? I woke up in the morning, had all these hives all over my arm. Actually, maybe on my side. can't remember. I'm like, what the heck is this? I'm like, get out of here. You know, speak into it. It leaves. I'm like, praise God. Okay? That night, next morning, whatever, wake up, it's back again. I'm like, what the heck? Bugging me. Okay? Happened like two or three nights or days. I'm like, this is getting really annoying. I'm like, I've been speaking to this. And all of a sudden, here's where it was. It's like I woke up one day, and it was like on my neck and like moving up to my face. I'm like, okay, I ain't going to look like a crazy freak, okay, with all this stuff all over my face. I'm like, got to go. Okay? It went, but I'm just like, this thing comes, and then it goes. I'm like, I want it to stop. What do I do? I was speaking, and things weren't changing. It would change, but then it would come back. I was in the grocery store pushing the cart with my wife, okay, going this direction. <laughs> Stuff's down here, dairy aisle, okay. I'm going, and I walk past the yogurt, okay, and something on the inside was by, or it was um, yogurt will. Eating one of those yogurts will fix that. And I, like, I remember being, like, shocked and, like, like almost dismissing it. Like, that's, what is that? You know, because I've been asking God, what am I, what's the issue, you know? And I heard this. I'm just like, that's weird. And that goes against, like, I'm like, yogurt. I'm like, well, 60 cents won't hurt, you know, <laughs> just like buy a yogurt. Bought the yogurt, went home, we unloaded the groceries, the first thing I did, I was like, man, if that's God telling me to eat this yogurt, I'm going to eat this yogurt. I ate the yogurt, and those things never showed up, okay? I don't know, <laughs> like, I'm not saying you have hives or whatever, go, go to the store and buy some Tillamook yogurt, which is delicious, Okay? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying God has an answer for you, and he's trying to tell you it. You've got to ask him. If it's not working, he's trying to get the answer to you. And if it's for me, if it's yogurt, man, it's yogurt. For you, it's something else. It's something else, okay? It's not like a one, one fix for everybody. Hives, everyone eat yogurt. You're good. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Four years ago, okay? I've shared this. you probably heard this before, Okay? So that last testimony I was telling you was a result of me 
uh, you know, me speaking to the situation, and I wasn't seeing the results, okay? This next situation, it, <laughs> it, it, was a, it, it, was, it was an interesting time in life. So four years ago, okay, I don't know where this happened or what went on, okay? But I reached a point, okay, and I didn't tell. I think the only person that knew was my wife. Actually, she wasn't, we weren't even married at the time, okay? I didn't tell anybody what was going on, okay? For some reason, I wouldn't be able to almost breathe at different times, okay? And when I say not being able to breathe, I'm talking about it was pretty scary, okay? You ask my wife about it. I mean, talking about like, you know, everything would be fine, and all of a sudden, it's just like nothing. It's like breathing through a straw. Like, I need to sit down, or else I'm gonna feel, I feel like I'm going to die. I don't know where it happened, but I do remember this. I do remember seeing some sort of symptoms, okay, of just random things, of just getting heavy, like just like having issues breathing. I didn't do anything about it. I dismissed it. And all of a sudden, it just progressed to something where I'm laying in bed, okay, trying to sleep or waking up in the middle of the night, not even being able to breathe. I'm being for real, like, it was almost like taken to a hospital. It's like his throat's going to close up or whatever, and he's going to die. Like, it was bad. But I'll tell you this. Not at one point did I waver, okay, and it's not a pat on my back, okay? I did not waver, meaning, like, thinking I need to go to the doctor because I'm like, I am not going to the hospital. I am fighting this. And all, for real, my attitude was it's like, I will die fighting this. It's like, I am not settling with this. And you want to know the worst, worst part about this, okay? This literally was probably the worst thing I've dealt with in my life. Um, <laughs> yes, guys, I don't like it emotional because it it's a big thing. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Man, I've never done this before. <laughs> Is that when this would come on me, like I said, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't speak. And knowing what I knew, I couldn't speak to my situation. I felt like I was laying there. I had no control because I couldn't talk. If I talked, I literally <gasps> sounded just like that. Couldn't talk meaning the stuff I knew to speak to my situation. Like I'm saying, we got to speak. I couldn't speak. So I'm saying, I didn't wait, or I, didn't, I didn't think, and I pushed through, and I asked God, I said, God, what am I doing wrong? And like I said, I didn't tell anybody. The only person I knew was my wife, who was my girlfriend. I didn't tell anybody. I wasn't calling mom up. Going back to Zachariah. I'm like, I'm not having people start speaking stuff. Go to the doctor. Oh, Joe might have this. This might happen. I don't want that. I'm going to do this with me and God. Amen. And the only reason why she knew is because when we're hanging out, all of a sudden, Joe can't breathe. So I asked God. I said, God, what am I doing wrong? Why is this happening? Okay? And I got delivered from that. I, I uh, actually fasted. Okay? I asked God. And I, all of a sudden, I felt like, I was like, I need to go fast. Three days. And that's what I did. And you want to know it? Gone. 
talk about like, it's just like, didn't see a doctor, didn't tell anybody, I talked with God, God gave me an answer, and I acted, and bada bing, bada boom, it was done. It actually tried coming back a year later. I was like, eh, ain't happening, no. And the thing where I'm going with this whole testimony is that I dismissed, okay, the symptoms in the beginning. I didn't do anything about it. Like I'm telling you, life, if we slowly let things into our life, all of a sudden we're going to be over here and it's going to be 10 times harder to fight. So I'm telling you, speak and speak and speak and believe. Tell yourself where you want to go. If your body's trying to do something, tell it, no, I'm healed. Amen. And go act on it. Do something. Amen? Amen. Come on. Speak. Man, be proactive. Fight, fight, and don't give up. Don't tell people your issues, okay? Keep it between someone that you know would be encouraging, someone that's not throwing yeah. nasty, negative stuff all over your life. Yeah. Create your world that you want by speaking into existence. So... That's all I got for you guys. <laughs> so, I don't have anything else to tell you. <laughs> but, uh, man, let's, 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 exercise some, let's exercise some of this. Uh, you know, let's, let's do that. Let's, you know, we, we have our offering. Uh, if you want to start preparing your offering, you know, it's just like, like I'm saying, how do we apply this to our life? And, you know, we, we need to start, obviously, by acting, by speaking. But, you know, for instance, offerings. Man, tithes and offerings. A great time, too, if you need money. If you're dealing, you know, there's obviously other stuff that you could be dealing with that's a part of it. But, man, like I said, going back to the basic, God in the beginning spoke. Let's go back to the beginning in our life, and let's just start speaking. So with tithes and offerings, you know, if you need money, you need some gift, start Start speaking to your finances. Say, God's increasing me daily. Money's coming to me from all directions, promotions, raises, you know, deals, stuff. Speak it. And we're going to do that. Again, I want you to repeat after me. Uh, so if you have your offering, tithe offering ready, you know, this is very simple. It's just, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Good things come my way. I give because I want to. I'm a joyful giver. God takes care of all my needs. My cup overflows. I am a blessing. I pay off people's debts. People pay off my debts. God is increasing me. Putting deals in front of me. He gives me the power to get wealth so I can be a blessing. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you tonight. Father, we just thank you so much for what you're doing. You're such a good God. Man, we just, we just thank you for these tithes and offerings that we give them to you. Father, just trusting you, knowing that, you know, you, knowing that you're just going to take care of us, God. Hallelujah. We just speak into our life. We speak, we speak increase. We speak the, the words that we want to see. We speak life. You know, we're watching what we allow into our lives. And we're dismissing the negative. Father, we just thank you so much for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hallelujah. Well, cool. Well, guys, this Father's Day is Sunday, obviously. It's on Sunday every year, okay? Yeah, there's root beer floats after each service. So uh, come to that. I don't know if you saw the, uh, the stats from Sunday, a little video we made, but dads, if, if, the, if a child, I'll repeat them, if a child is the first person in a household to become a Christian, it's a three and a half percent probability that everyone else in the household will follow. And if the mom is the first person, it's a 17% chance. You know, it jumps quite a lot. But man, if the dad gets saved, okay, it's 93%. 93%. You know, dads, if you're a dad, you're important, okay? Be the example. You are an example. Your kids, your family looks up to you. Be that leader in your home. And, and bring your family to church, you know. I'm, I'm a big example of that. You know, my parents brought me to church all the time, and I'm just so thankful. Parents, meaning my dad. You know, I my dad always being, you know, we're going to church. And that set an example for me. So set that example. You know, it's just like, man, it's just like, don't, if you're staying up late, you know, on a Saturday night, and it's preventing you from going to church on Sunday with your family, stop that, you know. Be that example. We go to bed early on Saturday nights so we can get up and go to church, praise the Lord, and learn and hear from God. Amen? Amen. Well, cool. Well, see you guys Sunday. You guys have a great rest of the night. We hope you enjoyed this message. Find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media, Life Church Boise. Thank you, and have a blessed day.